Hello, everybody. I'm Kevin McGowan with the City of Sausalito. So good evening. Pursuant to Government Code Section 5495-5493E, and in light of the declared state of emergency, the regular meeting of the Pedestrian Bicycle Advisory Committee on January 10th, 2022 already, um, will be conducted telephonically through Zoom and broadcast live on the city's website. So welcome, everybody. Um, Welcome to a new year. It's hard to believe that it's uh, already upon us. So with that, why don't I just call the roll at this point? Is that okay? So Chairman Aaron Roller, are you here? Here. Great. Um, Regan Fulton. I know he's on the call. I don't hear him though. Yeah. Well, we'll give him a chance to ring in here. Okay. Uh, Kieran Culligan. Yeah. Great. Jessica Penrod. Here. Great. Thank you so much. Um, we have some alternates and Warren Wells. I don't know if you're here yet from BPAC. So no worries. I, stu I do think we have a quorum at this point. Let's try Regan again. Regan, did you get connected in there? Okay. Well, we'll, we'll move on. I think that we do have a quorum as it is. So yes, I agree. So with that, um, we're, we're, we've called to order and our second item this evening is public comment on items not on the agenda. And one of the uh, things I'd like to bring up first, I'm wondering if, if uh, you folks wouldn't mind if we could add an item to the project updates related to uh, bike parking. Because okay. we had talked about it last month. So I got a couple slides on that. I wouldn't mind just adding it to the uh, to the project updates there's no action needed necessarily yeah absolutely and since it was mentioned at the last meeting that you'd be doing so i think that's very appropriate okay so with that we're on item two public comment on items not on the agenda and so i've got a little paragraph to read here so bear with me for a sec um at this time to hear from let's see where do we go oh if you want to comment during the public comment portion of the agenda you can use the raise hand function in Zoom under re under reactions. Make sure your Zoom is updated to version, uh, I think it's 5.4.9, or you can press uh, star nine if you are calling in and we'll, staff will select you from the meeting queue. Uh, please be patient and we'll try to get to you as soon as we can. So does anybody have a public comment for items not on the agenda? And Mr. Chairman, I don't see any hands raised at this point yeah. in time. Neither do I. All right. And Warren, uh, thanks for joining us. Glad to see you on the call as well as an, alter as an alternate. Thanks immense. All right, item three on the list this evening is approval of minutes. Okay, I, I guess I wrote them. Karen, maybe you can yeah, I'll move to approve the minutes from the previous meeting. I second it. Great. All right. Sorry, let me call the roll. So, Chairman Roller? Yes. All right. Um, Commissioner Fulton? Still can't get his voice in there. All right. Um, Commissioner Culligan? Yes. All right. And Commissioner Penrod? Yes. All right, that's a quorum, and I believe that item carries. 
So we are now moving on to um, item four on the list, which I believe is membership updates. So I'll turn that over to you, Chairman. Find out if there's any uh, yeah new we can pull on board for our, our good committee here. That's correct. Yeah, I, uh, it's actually really just an, an item here. Well, there's two things that we do uh, typically. One is to find out if we have any any new um, members uh, or or it, or the progress uh, of us getting members since we have an alternate uh, vacant position and and um, two really uh, an alternate and a and a member vacant. Um, so. I guess I think if I saw correctly on the last city council meeting, Susan, um, perhaps you could update us on that. But I believe uh, they, the meeting was cut a little bit short, and so they didn't have any time to go through it like, like planned. Susan, there you go. Hi. Hi. Good evening, everyone. Happy New Year. Um, I have brought this up a couple of times at the city council, and um, was told that we would be accepting applications um, for positions and selecting them early this year, I think is the plan. So, mm -hmm. but I haven't seen anything in the current. So I will, we have a council meeting again tomorrow. I will continue to be the squeaky wheel and bring it up again at future agenda items. It was actually already in my notes to cool. do that. So, um, yeah, so Perfect. I will. Hopefully. Thanks for the update, and uh, and thanks for being the squeaky wheel. I saw I saw you. Uh, the squeaky uh, bicycle wheel. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, we really appreciate your uh, your reaching out and, and just at least reminding them that it's uh, it's something that we uh, continue to ask for. Um, and then uh, Jessica, um, on the next note, then do you have uh, were you able to get any statistics uh, for our safety statistics? The Switters changed their, no, I was not. The Switters changed their platform and I have not been able to re-navigate to actually get individual reports. Okay, okay, no problem at all. Um, that's, no. a, that's kind of a, a aggregate anyway, so we'll, we'll just get those updates on the next one and uh, let me know if, if there's anything I can do to help figure that out. Um, hopefully they improved it, but <laughs> a change anyway, huh? Yeah, okay. it's a shame that I can't find reports any longer except for an annual. So, well, I'll get back to you. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Thanks so much. Um, yeah, so that's it for the member updates. And now uh, we're on to item number five, discussion items. Kevin, that's yours. Excellent. So um, this evening we have a, a presentation about 7074 Liberty Ship Way uh, related to a design review. Now we're lucky this evening to have Tricia Stevens join us from MIG. She's our contract planner who has a presentation for us to, to review. And we also have, I believe, uh, the applicant's representative here as well. Now, for those of you who might not be too familiar of, of how we usually manage these things, um, at least at the Planning Commission, and I say we because that's not necessarily me. Um, it's usually the Planning Department. But at this point, what I'd like to do is ask Tricia to give her uh, presentation and about what this project is. And the intent is to seek the uh, Pedestrian Bicycle Advisory Committee's input 
on this particular project since it is fairly large. Um, I'll probably interject a little bit after Trisha's finished. And then we have a member of uh, the applicant who probably is here for us and may want to talk or make a few comments on the project as well. And then we can turn it back over to the committee for them to ask questions about the applicant or the process. So if that's acceptable, um, I think we'll move forward. And Tricia, you can probably share your screen, which is the green button at the bottom of the page. Okay. Uh, good evening, members of the Pedestrian and Bicycle Advisory Committee. Um, again, my name is Tricia Stevens, and I, I work as a contract planner on behalf of the city. And I will share my screen. There we go. Okay. Um, this project, um, known as 7074 Liberty Ship, is pending before the city's planning commission, and it's about a two and a half acre site, um, just south of the Schumacher Marina, next to the beach, and this is an aerial photograph of it. Um, the existing site has boat storage on it, and the applicants are proposing to redevelop that area with uh, three commercial, industrial uh, buildings consistent with the Marin Ship specific plan. Um, along the site is the existing bike ped trail uh, that connects from Bridgeway to the beach. and. Um, it was built originally in the 1980s as part of permitting uh, for development of this um, area in Liberty Shipway um, as part of BCDC um, permitting. Um, the Planning Commission, as Kevin mentioned, the Planning Commission asked that uh, your committee make any comments on the bicycle and pedestrian aspects of this project. So I'm gonna just focus on those um, parts of the project. Um, this exhibit here shows the existing pathway, the beach, the proposed building A, B, and C. And the applicant um, will be removing the existing chain link fence and providing five access points um, to the beach and to the trail. Um, connecting the parking lot uh, to the beach and the trail in these locations. Um, also included will be, uh, well, first of all, um, the applicant will be providing um, public parking spaces. Um, there'll be eight spaces in this location for weekend um, for weekend use and nine spaces nine spaces in this location uh, for use during the day. And there will be signage that will be installed. Um, at those access points, the applicant will be installing new bollard lighting, um, um, similar to this, installing the new signage per BCDC um, standards and providing new landscaping and open fencing. This here is a 
uh, rendering uh, from the the pathway um, to the new proposed building A. You can see the proposed landscaping and the um, open fencing. Um, and then uh, just to also show, the applicant is proposing a series of um, accessible pathways connecting um, to the bikeway in this location, through here, through here, through here, and then the red shows accessible parking spaces that will be provided um, near the pathway and throughout the site. And following is a series of photographs um, of the existing uh, pathway. <clears throat> On your left, <clears throat> you can see the existing chain link fencing and the uh, and the boat storage behind it. Um, these are some other photographs of existing conditions. Um, again, another photo showing the existing boat storage and existing conditions. Uh, this photograph shows the existing lighted bollards at the beach, at the Schumacher Beach, and the existing um, benches and um, existing trash receptacles. And um, this is along the marina uh, showing further trash receptacles and um, drinking fountains. So that um, basically ends my presentation. I just wanted to give you an overview of what's being uh, proposed, and in particular, what's being proposed along the um, bikeway and, um, and the connections. Um, I mentioned in, my, in the staff report that um, um, BCDC has jurisdiction. <clears throat> and I was able to talk with them today. And they did confirm that. Um, the project will need permits from BCDC. There was early consultation on the project um, back in 2018. Thank you. <laughs> I was just going to do that. Um, and there was early um, consultation back in 2018. And um, BCDC certainly welcomes any improvements that enhances um, public access to the um, to the site, and um, but they will be issuing a permit after the city takes action. So with that, I'll turn it over to um, Kevin. Great. Thank you, Trisha. I really appreciate your help today. A couple other things to add, and um, one of the reasons to, to bring it back to uh, PBAC is that DPW is ready to go ahead and make some comments and make some requests to the applicant to make some improvements associated with the pathway. So I've got a couple slides to uh, hopefully um, educate us a little bit on, on kind of the extent of what we can and what we can't do associated with this project. So building A, um, which is probably the largest building here, number 70, where my cursor is, um, it would probably include a dried uh, dry boat storage, manufacturing, and some storage and warehouse facilities. Building B, the other large building, 72, would be manufacturing, repair, and maintenance, and possibly medical services. And then the smaller building here out on the end 
would include marina industri industrial, uh, commercial, and possibly a restaurant use. So it is important to know what this will be used for in the future, um, especially if there is a restaurant in any of these buildings having access to it, and uh, especially pedestrian or bicycle access through our community to get to a restaurant that serves the public is very important. Now, I wanted to bring up the general plan as well and take a little bit of a close look at that. Uh, thanks to Ali Iqbal, who helped me with this uh, specific presentation. So uh, he's our new assistant engineer. Thank you, Ali. Um, he pulled this information up so we can see that this site is down here on the end near Schumacher Beach. And the general plan, if we zoom in a little bit more, um, you can see in general, we don't have any main bikeways that run through here. In other words, things in the future that we would want to make sure that we deal with. However, we know that if a restaurant goes into this area, that there will be pedestrian bicycle traffic to get to it. The main access to this area is, is a public street, but it's not maintained by the city. So this is a, this is an interesting issue here in Marinship itself, that the city doesn't maintain these specific roadways. Um, a couple other slides for us as well. Again, back to the general plan. You can see where the arrow shows where uh, 7074 Liberty Ship is located, and hopefully we'll zoom in here a little bit as well, which does show that we've got a combined use trail right away secured through this area. So um, the original plan uh, for the general plan that I showed before was kind of the existing use, and this is what's proposed in the future, which we also, we already have a pathway in this area. So there is some connectivity elements associated with this. Now, from a public works perspective, as we look at this, we want to take a look at the existing pathway to see if it's in good shape, and it is and it isn't. Uh, we've got a lot of tree roots coming up through this particular pathway, and you can tell that even though the palm tree is very nice looking, it's awfully close to where somebody would be riding their bike, and I would not want to have my kids run into the palm fronds here that can be kind of dangerous. So we would suggest that the pathway itself be ground down and resurfaced, and trimming some of this vegetation would be important as well to make sure that this is a viable pathway. A couple other things, we can see that the, uh, the other portion of the pathway that this connects to already has benches and bollards and lights. We would request the same thing on this section of the pathway as well, or the new one that we're uh, taking a look at. And then kind of the last thing is the applicant is only showing one, two, and three access points, but we think we should have an additional access point from the main roadway into this pathway or maybe through the parking lot itself so just wanted to bring up what staff is recommending from public works which is new benches new bollards resurfacing the pathway do some trimming on the pathway itself for the vegetation as well as make a connection from the main roadway in to the path now keep in mind that we can only request improvements within the property or property's frontage itself we can't necessarily request them to surface the entire pathway outside of their property limits. 
um, there isn't necessarily a nexus for that. And Tricia, if I get this wrong, please feel free to step up and let me know if I'm making a mistake. But at this point, I wanted to share what staff's recommendation is with this committee and um, uh, just bring it back for discussion for any of the committee members if you want to talk a little bit about this or make a recommendation to the Planning Commission on what you're seeing at this point. So with that, that I think that ends our presentation. And let me know if you want me to keep these slides up if they help or if we want to bring Trisha's uh, presentation up as well. Yeah, let's keep your slides up, I think. Okay. Kevin, I <laughs> pretty helpful. Um, I've, I have a question about uh, the number of parking, new parking spaces that are being added to the, pro the project. Do we know how many? Um, um, I have that information, but I don't have it right on my fingertips, but I can get that for you if you just give me about one minute, okay? Okay, perfect, yeah. Um, I'll just speak visually. I see a lot more parking spaces than before, and that then can also bring in more traffic um, into this uh, single entry from Bridgeway on what I guess is Liberty Ship Road. And I wanted to mention that the path uh, crosses that from, um, oh, where is okay, the orientation here? So I'm a little bit off on this, but uh, the the children take the path to school, and they cross. Um, yeah, there you go. And then they they continue on that and, and towards school, and then they cross the road. And the traffic in the morning is is actually quite uh, comes in quite fast, and there's a lot of it. And uh, it's it could use some improvements. And so realizing that's outside of the project, that's just something we want to bring up, that if we're going to be increasing the traffic there, that um, we need to be considering um, improving at least that intersection um, that comes to mind. I have some other things to say, but I'd love to hear what uh, Jessica has to ask. Yeah, uh, thanks for addressing that one. I had another question. I was reviewing these plans yesterday uh, and was trying to identify all of the locations for the, the proposed bicycle parking. I did find it a little bit difficult to find them, but when I did find them, some of them were in fairly useful spots for the occupants of the back buildings, but I felt that there was the possibility to improve bicycle parking closer to the beach especially um, as we try to promote more families using bicycles to get around town. So wanted to address, I believe that there was also potentially um, too few bicycle parking spots per uh, vehicle parking, but just wanted to also encourage more bicycle parking in general. Um, I, hi, Mike. I am a, a tenant of the uh, marina as well and do tend to be just locking my bike up to the uh, wire railing because there is not um, great bicycle parking down in this area. So just a general improvement of bicycle access would be great. Cool. Okay, thanks, Jessica. Warren, I see your hand. Um, if I could, um, real quick, I'll answer the mm. question about the parking. Yes. Um, there would be a total of um, 102 parking spaces provided. Wow. Thank you. 
okay, uh, Warren? Yeah, um, thank you, Trisha. I really appreciate the presentation. Um, and thanks, Kevin, for the additional recommendations from staff. So a few questions. So um, I'll ask my questions maybe and then can answer them as, as you get to them. So the first question, I had a similar question on the number of parking spaces. And I was wondering whether that is that, um, as you say, 107, was it? Is that above the minimum required per city code? Or is that kind of at that limit? And then, so a similar question, so kind of like, is how far above, if at all, is that auto parking number above minimum requirements? And the same question for, for bicycle parking spaces, is that at or, or at all above um, the number of bicycle parking spaces required by city code? Uh, the required um, number of um, vehicle parking spaces is um, 98, so it's just slightly above that. Uh, it's real, very close. Um, as far as the bicycle parking, um, I know the applicant uh, who is here today had an update about the bicycle parking, so I might want to turn things over to him to answer um, the questions about that. He had some um, observations. Uh, you may want to wait until after the committee members make your sure. comments, but um, I think he's best to answer bicycle parking. Okay, that's great. I have a couple more questions. Um, I really wanted to second um, uh, Kevin's recommendation for an additional um, access point to the roadway. I had the same idea of reviewing the, the plans. I think that's an excellent um, recommendation. Uh, I had a question about the um, about those access, the other access points fronting the path and the beach. I couldn't tell whether those um, would be marked crosswalks between the the path and the um and the like the buildings i'm trying to think, let me see which page would be good to look at that so like i mean just, even just on page you know two of the the plan view um it, it just appe it appears that those that those access points are narrower and it seems that there's a curb ramp on either side but they're narrower than the pathway itself so i wasn't sure whether those are five or eight feet across and whether Bicyclists would be would have to dismount, um, and then for pedestrians, whether those are whether those access points are marked crosswalks, um, and I wanted to ask if there was any consideration to raising the, those kind of creating a, a speed table for those for those crosswalks. Um, and then I also wanted to second um uh jessica's recommendation about um potentially including additional bicycle parking uh, near the beach as that as that is kind of a continuous issue in Sausalito, a real lack of of, uh, of bike parking near the beach so uh so let my comments sit there thanks so much appreciate it thank you Warren. um Kieran, I see your hand is working, but mine's up uh, before yours. So, but welcome back to the hand club. Um, uh, Kevin, if we can see that previous slide again. Uh, that one? Uh, that one there, yeah. Um, at the building closest to the beach, the one with, uh, I guess, potentially the restaurant in it, uh, there are arrows, one-way arrows going around that building. Um, I have another, I have another uh, view of that building that also shows arrows in it. 
Is that circulation for vehicles to go around that building? Do you see what I'm saying? That's yes, that's a vehicular um, traffic. Yes. It, if I may, uh, Kevin, I'm going to share my screen. I have a, a picture of, of this proposal from the environmental review. Um, let's see here. Google Chrome looks my uh, gosh. Oh, shoot. I, this, uh, I can't share my screen. It's a new, it's a new laptop. The, uh, yeah, there's uh it looks like that that building has a restaurant kind of where you would expect it to be like just kind of opened out to the to the building or, or whatever to the uh to the beach i mean um I, wh why why would there be cars driving around that i guess is my question uh, and and wouldn't there be pedestrians mingling all around in this courtyard um you know uh, that's the question here would be and I might, I might have one version of it. Okay, yeah, if you can share it, otherwise I'll, I'll text it to you right now too, and, and then you can share it. Okay, like that one. Let's see what you got. Hold on, can't see it yet. There it is, that is exactly what I was trying to show, thank you. So, um, yeah, so, uh, and I see these, these arrows, uh, you know, help me understand, why is a car driving through there? Um, so I'll have the applicant um, clarify that that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, well, I'll, I'll just uh, identify since it's been mentioned that cars will be driving through there. I would find that to be um, just. It seems like it's more of a pedestrian um, walking area and that kind of thing. So it's a it's a it's um, something that I would uh, raise as a concern um, and see if if that's uh, something that could be. I guess prohibited or what you know i even see a car there crossing the uh the bike path i think is in the bottom left of the uh of the of the photo so um yeah that'd be great to uh, understand that karen you get your hand up next great i'll turn off my, my screen share for now mm -hmm. uh well yeah thank you for bringing in feedback to have this opportunity to comment i appreciate it um, you know, this area is actually a place where I spend a fair amount of time uh, by myself, with my kids, with my dog, um, and I'm excited to think about what the future can look like here. As I think about comments I want to make tonight, a lot of it is around how do we just, how can we help make this a bicycle and pedestrian friendly environment that encourages it as a sustainable way of getting there, whether you're a patron for the restaurant, you're a tenant, you're coming to visit the beach, you're just passing through. Um, of course, some people are gonna be driving, but how can we minimize that? Because we're really, we're looking at likely an increase in vehicle miles traveled. And I'd love to think about how to offset that, how to continue to make this a lovely part of South Pluto's waterfront. Um, so that's really kind of the, the frame of mind. So Aaron, your comment there on what's what's the nature of that, that point uh, is it pedestrian friendly or is it another place where cars are just passing through? Perfect example of that. Um, Kevin, thank you for your comments uh, from Department of Public Works on the bike path. Um, it definitely, it feels quite narrow. I don't know if it's just because of the actual width or if it's because the edges are poor, landscaping is coming on top of it. Um, it's bumpy, but yeah, 
with mixed traffic, pedestrians and bicycles, um, it, it feels narrow. So if there's a consideration there both on the width of keeping landscaping clear such that the entire path is usable, it's in good condition. I don't think we have to, we don't have to be designing this to carry high-speed traffic. We should acknowledge this is the slow way through town. Uh, it's not, you know, for bicycles going 20 miles per hour, but still there's going to be bikes out there. I find it to be increasingly popular path, both for pedestrians and bicycles. Um, the sight line on the path is really, really bad in the northeast corner. Um, so this is kind of just where it hits the beach. Um, it's a really, really sharp turn and there's like plants and a garbage container. And even like people walking, I worry about the sight lines. I worry about my kid being on one side and just getting bowled over by someone if they're going too fast and they're not familiar with that area. So definitely um, a short corner might be just fine because it slows traffic down. Um, but the, sight, the, the lack of sight lines and seeing what's around that corner is definitely a problem. So I'd like to call that out as an area for potential improvement. Um, seconding everything else, Kevin, uh, Director McGowan called out. When I think about um, the environment itself, um, I really am thinking about like, how can we make sure that access to bus stops um, to the bike path is really as streamlined as possible such that we make it um, a great way to access this. Again, if you're a tenant, you're just passing through, you're going to the beach. Um, getting to the bus stop, especially that northbound bus stop at Easterby is pretty awkward. Um, you essentially have to like walk way past it, get to the ramp and come back up. There's like an impromptu trail there. If you know, given the additional traffic, I would expect, um, maybe there's a consideration on creating better pedestrian access to that bicycle, to that bus stop. Um, bike parking, you know, can't repeat it enough of how much more we could use there. Um, parking is really a problem in this area, especially on the weekends. I, I'm sure that um, the people who have to manage that site are not happy about everything that they have to do to try and um, limit the parking that I believe is not authorized, the people who just want to get to the beach. There's very few um, parking spaces if you just want to go to the beach. I'm happy to see that there will be more. It for sure won't be enough. Well, there will never be enough. I don't, I don't particularly want to create tons of additional car parking, but I'll, I'll link that back with the more accessible bicycle parking we have, um, especially near the beach. When people come and they visit and they can't find car parking and they're gonna see, oh, there's all this great bicycle parking, maybe they'll consider taking their bicycle next time. Um, so I, I really think that there's a positive cycle that can be attached with um, thoughtful design around parking, especially bicycle parking in that area. Um, and definitely, I know we're not talking about today, but it's certainly within the realm of the project is that there's going to be significant more vehicle traffic going through both Bridgeway, Bridgeway and Easterby, um, as well as Bridgeway and Liberty Ship, which I think um, maybe, you know, Jessica, you brought that one up. I, I'm thinking a lot about those, both those intersections because they both feel a bit dodgy, especially if you're on a bicycle. Um, and with more traffic going through that, you know, what does that look like? Are there opportunities to make those um, both better from a circulation standpoint, from a safety standpoint? Um, because I think that they will be you know, pretty heavily impacted by this project. So those were the points that I had in mind. Thanks. Cool. Thanks, Karen. That was really helpful. Um, I see Brent McDonald, are you the, uh, the, the applicant? Yes, I am. 
Hi, Brennan. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Thanks for uh, having me uh, make a presentation. Um, first and foremost, I can tell you that uh, I don't own a car. I am a cyclist. <laughs> so I have biked back and forth from the site, and I know it quite well. And I do know that there's some off-site conditions that, you know, certainly would be wonderful to be rectified, particularly at the Mono Street Marsh, where there seems to be a gap between the uh, public and private, which is, the, I believe, the creation for that sort of uh, dirt pit that kind of sits there. Um, the other comments uh, brought up by Mr. McGowan, which are accurate um, in terms of the maintenance, you will notice though that we put a slurry coat over that path and probably is the only portion of any path in Sausalito that had any pre-winter preventative maintenance. Um, nevertheless, the path is going to need a little more extensive work done. And in terms of those palm trees, Yes, uh, those are going to have to be relocated. Uh, been working on this project now for five years. When I started the project, those were about the size of a pineapple, and now they've gotten a lot bigger. And we have other trees that we filed a permit for to uh, move and relocate, and we're told that none of those will be approved until you know the overall permit is uh, approved. And bottom line is we need to add those palm trees, I suppose, now. Uh, but we will relocate them on the site in an appropriate location. Um, in terms of uh, the number of cars and the parking and the build-out, um, this project, uh, of course, was uh, identified as a uh, development site with the Marine Ship Master Plan and approved by the citizens of Sausalito uh, to have a build-out of about what we call a 40% FAR. Uh, we are between 25 and 30%. In other words, we're not building out to the maximum of the site. Um, and then that FAR, of course, produces a number of cars that are expected to be parked there and, and coming in and out, which was also addressed under the Fair Traffic Initiative uh, that identified the number of cars based on the FAR and being a full build-out. So bottom line is these things have been discussed, and I do realize it is going to be an impact, but nevertheless, we're still under uh, the criteria that was set forth in both those documents for the project. Um, lastly, uh, well, not lastly, but uh, the other thing that was mentioned was the number of uh, bicycle stalls. Uh, apparently, over the last five years, I think I eliminated one set of racks. Um, we are uh, two under right now. We're providing 18 stalls and we should be providing 20. Uh, we're happy to provide 24. Um, in fact, I was just sort of looking through that today. I will note, and particularly, uh, I think what uh, uh, Kiernan had mentioned, uh, you know, that the thought on bicycle racks is uh, changing over time is what you guys uh, discussed in your last meeting and fortunately i was sort of progressive enough i think in my mind to uh, not uh, uh, use i think the stalls that were suggested which is the sort of movable rack with four in a row uh, with a single point of contact with the front wheel where the bike falls over and you scratch everybody's bike so what i have put in the project from day one is the rectangular tubed horseshoe racks now, uh, you could go, I think, with the sort of, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, the gimmicky ones with an image or something like that. The problem with most of those is that they're, is that they are, uh, you know, powder coated and they scratch and they rust. And uh, so, what I have got in here is would be either the stainless steel or the galvanized and perhaps with the marine environment we should be going to the stainless steel i haven't really taken it that far but i've got uh, 
allotted two foot by six foot for each bike, and I've got 18 slots shown. Yes, I need to add some, and we're happy to add a few more. Um, we do have one down at the uh, beach area, and uh, maybe it could easily double that up, um, adding another four down there, in which case we'd be two over the, the minimum requirements. Um, and the questions about uh, the little plaza around uh, the uh, the point building. First and foremost, we've had a lot of pushback on having what everybody wants to term, in, uh, term a restaurant. It never was a restaurant. It was what's called a limited food service facility, i.e. doing sandwiches, uh, having a sort of a maximum occupancy of 20. But apparently that's it caused quite a stir with everybody, including Galway. I don't think the ownership wants to push it. Nobody wants a, a food service uh, a facility down there, we won't provide. Um, and uh, that uh, plaza, as I've termed it, has never been, uh, it doesn't have circulation per se. You can't drive a car in there without permission of somebody opening up. There's two locked bollards in the front. And there is reasons to get cars down to the beach uh, for the launching of, of more difficult, larger craft. Uh, but it's basically meant to be uh, hand-wheeled kind of uh, things, unlike those big wheels or, uh, you know, depending upon where somebody has their, their boat. Uh, if it's a much larger type of craft, and of course it has to be uh, launched from the marina or some of these other places that actually allow, you know, either vehicles to drive in or a lift. There is no, not going to be a lift down there or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> And then my thoughts on uh, 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 Mr. McGowan's uh, circulation through the, the north side. There are sidewalks and pedestrian paths identified and an access, of course, to the parking lot that uh, for the bikes that want to go a little bit faster. But that area he identifies is our major bioswale. Bio uh, that is treating all of our water before it goes into the uh, goes into the bay, and so that's a pretty significant uh, element. Uh, that, in my mind, if I did anything, I'd like to widen that. Um, yeah, that that element there is a bioswale, and it's a very significant bioswale to the whole project. Um, and if you look, um, uh, Kevin, if you. Yeah, go down, go down, go down, just there, right there. So that's a connection path. And then, of course, as you move to the right on the screen, you'll, no, uh, yeah, keep going, keep going, and then go up just a tad, keep going up. Now go straight out. Now go parallel to the parking and go out. There's, there is a roadway. Come down, come down to the right. <laughs> I could share my screen and do that too, but, uh, oh, well, okay. You guys can't see this, can you? Can you can't see my cursor, can you? No. Uh, any rate, there is a connection. I can show it on if I start sharing my screen. What else do we see from uh, Kevin's uh, thing? Oh, okay. Can I share my screen? Yeah. Hold on. Give me a sec. I'm trying to get the right one here. Try that, my. Uh, nope. There we go. So my share, are you guys seeing my cursor and my screen? We are. 
Okay, so uh, let's see. So this is how uh, the sidewalk comes in and it curves in, and this is a sidewalk cut that then you know, bikes would probably go through the parking lot or the pedestrians would use the sidewalk and get into the to the pass that then go straight to the uh, to the access points. There's one access point, two access point, third access point and a fourth access point over here. Um, the uh, locations of bike stalls are here, 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 and here, with virtually no additional adjustments. There could be another four stalls added here, and there could even be another four to eight stalls added behind this building. Uh, I think eight is uh, adding eight is probably too many, but another four there, another four there would put us at uh, 26 stalls with 20 required. I think that would be wonderful. Um, hopefully people use them. Um, and I, I don't really want to use this area for putting additional bike stalls. The thought is that uh, one is these are working buildings and these people do have um, uh shell boat shells and uh different kind of uh things that they sort of put out before they go out in the past we've had uh, traveling companions that do quite a gearing up before they actually go out into the water and uh so that's a little this is a little bit of a staging area for people going out into the water so i think that they're best used for, uh, you know, leaving uh, kayak uh, carriers and things like that along there. Um, what else can I say? I, 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 I do find the whole marine ship to be a little bit complex in terms of getting an overall bicycle strategy going. And some of that has to do with the fact that the city has never wanted to take control of any of the streets and so everybody's a little bit kind of doing their own thing and there is a lack of signage and there is a lack of striping and there is a lack of maintenance but i have to say that the best maintained bike path in all of sausalito happens to be along the perimeter here uh, i think there's also something else that uh, we find to be a bit of a problem is that the well, let me, let me get another uh, slide up here. Um, let's see here, is it this one? Yes, this one. So Mr. Chairman, we want to make sure to allow some time for the public to, to weigh in as well. Um, I, I know my hand isn't raised, but I'll raise one more question just for the applicant. Is there are some EV charging stations on this site as well? Yes, there is. Uh, right now, there is, uh, right here, there is a, a two of them. Again, uh, these were the thoughts in 2015. I think we've now moved beyond that, but uh, I'm not sure, is Sus Sausalito developed any criteria? Uh, we probably would add more now. Uh, when this thing was started in 2015, 2016, it was pretty progressive to actually do EV charging stations now seems to be the norm and everybody's developing their regulations. Does Sausalito have any yet? Uh, Kevin? <laughs> so why don't we stick to with what the application is right now? Okay, so we'll move it back to the chairman at this point in time. Thank and you. Uh, 
thank you very much for your presentation. Thank, thank you, Bert. Um, you know, uh, some other concerns that I wanted to echo, I think Karen had mentioned the concerns about the Easterby intersection. And again, that's just gonna be increasing a lot of traffic there. And so realizing that that's uh, outside of the scope of what the application is for, uh, it, it is something for the city to be really thinking about. Um, additionally to the, the path, the bike path that leads to Dumpy Park and Napa, the Napa Street, um, you know, that, that path is, would be a great access, um, but that also then increases, hopefully, you know, more pedestrian and bicycle traffic crossing Napa, and we've already identified that as being a, um, a you know, a dangerous thing. So I, I just want to, um, you know, echo and amplify that this is great, and, you know, we're going to be bringing more traffic in and, and by the way my vote is for a restaurant there at that spot so we at least have that and i i don't have concern now that i hear that there's bollards um uh, you know blocking that area so that 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 removes that concern would love to see a restaurant i would love to see more more of a, a beachfront um use uh which would be bringing people by bike and by foot um but again uh we do as a city need to really look at that and say we have to you know make improvements on the uh lead up to it that we've already identified but we really need to get that implemented so um susan thank you for your patience sure thanks um aaron and thanks to the applicant and staff um i it may not it may be too late in this process, um, but one of the comments that I made repeatedly throughout our general plan process and would have been perfect for a larger project like this is that Sausalito should really be imposing transportation demand management requirements on projects. So to address some of the comments that other um, committee members have made about the impact on traffic, um, it's sort of best practice at this point to require um, projects to, you know, have bike parking, have inside bike storage, have showers, uh, give bus passes. You know, this is really well located right near Bridgeway, as several people have pointed out. It's near, you know, major transit corridor, really close to bus stops, uh, close to biking, etc. So I don't think, and I'm kind of looking to Tricia and Kevin, I don't think since we adopted the general plan, that the planning department or commission has had time to implement the transportation demand management um, idea that we put into the general plan. But I just kind of wanted to point out that this would be an ideal way to address some of the traffic concerns and to just reduce the number of people coming in single occupancy vehicles to this project. So we may have missed a window here, but hopefully if we have, uh, we will be developing yeah, I hope this committee could really sort of push those ideas forward if it's something that you're interested in. Thanks. Thank you, Susan, for that. That sounds sounds like it'd be a, a great thing that if uh, that would already uh, accompany the uh, the presentation. Um, public comment now. It would be great to hear from David Sudo. David. Good evening. Um, I agree with all those points that everybody's had some really great input. The traffic mitigation is a big point. Um, 
you know, Easter Green Bridgeway is kind of at capacity already in the morning. So um, whatever we can do to mitigate that would be great. Um, you know, regarding bicycle parking, it's, I, you know, Brent sent me an email, which I appreciate also. Um, but I think when we look at this bike parking, it's going to be um, visitors to these um, businesses rather than people working at these businesses, people working at these businesses you know in a manufacturing kind of small manufacturing business like these they're going to bring their bikes inside they're not going to be outside um so so we as these are located it would be great if we can maximize the the uh, usefulness to people visiting the businesses probably especially the the second floor businesses that are slightly larger and might have more traffic to them um uh, I, you know, and I understand the issue of trying to put a, a bike trail co-located with a bioswale, but if, so, if that could be engineered, that would be really fantastic. I look at the, the overall layout in that area, and that trail would really help make a cohesive path from southern Sausalito into the, to the um, rest of the Liberty Shipway area and all the businesses there. Um, to kind of smooth out traffic for bicycles coming in and out of that area and make it a whole lot uh, probably less conflicted with all the beach um, traffic. So um, yeah, there's a lot of usefulness to that if it can be smoothed out and, uh, and, and made to happen. I, I guess those are my comments. Thanks. Uh, Mr. Chairman, I think next is Karen Wiener. Karen, are you here with us? There you are. Yep. Hi. Thanks so much for this presentation. Um, I also just would echo, echo every every point that everybody's already made, but I would like to draw a little bit more attention to that sharp turn, um, to, to the both the width of the existing path and the sharp turn at the beach. Um, and just uh, suggest that maybe by utilizing some of the landscaped area for bicycle parking in that area, you might increase uh, visibility and be able to increase, change, change the shape of that turn to uh, make it a little bit less hairy uh, because it is very hairy and it is um, a really um, great place to ride with small children and, and teach kids how to bike ride, uh, but that's not a really fun corner to teach them to bike ride on. So uh, maybe maybe you could kill two birds with one stone with some uh, slightly wider bike path and bike parking there. Thank you. Karen, I think you're muted. Thank you, I don't see any other hands. Um, uh, if there's anybody else in the public that would like to uh, make a comment, please raise your hand now. Okay, um, so that's that's it for public comment. Uh, Kevin, I guess, uh, what uh, what can we do besides what we've already done? Um, to, is there anything official that you'd like from us? Well, I, I think what I've heard so far is that you're 
if you're taking DPW's recommendation and adding a few to them, which we will include on a recommendation back to the Planning Commission. Mm -hmm. So we'll have a write-up on that and we'll send it back to the Planning Commission with some of your comments as well. Um, I, I could go through all of them at this point, but I'd prefer to do a write-up and then uh, work with Tricia to get them back to the Planning Commission. If okay, we, I think that's fair. Yeah. If we need to, we can circulate it to the to PBAC as well. But at this point, I think we have a lot of good recommendations to move forward. Okay. Well, very good. Thank you. Um, thanks, uh, everyone, for um, for the presentation. Tricia and Brent for uh, joining us today and explaining the project. And good luck. Good luck with that. It uh, hopefully will will make a great addition to uh, to our town. Um, Thank you, Tricia. Thank you, Mr. McDonald. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Uh, next up is our uh, number six um, project updates. We have it's uh, it's one item, and uh, so we can make public comments at the end of uh, even though it covers uh, multiple subjects through town. We'll just have one open public comment at the end. That's great. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. We have. Oops. Wonder what happened to my screen. Hold on. <laughs> um, thank you very much. We have a couple pre projects on the list of importance to PBAC, and those I want to cover, but we have a lot more things happening in Sausalito, and I, it's not enough time to bring them all up. Oops, I think I got booted again. <laughs> okay, let's try it one more time. Um, Nevada Street. So we have a project on Nevada Street, and we've been trying for a long time to try to move this project forward. And PBAC has made an extensive effort to, to look at different options, and we're kind of back to restriping the roadway and doing some modifications to the roadway surface as well. At this point, um, we have to modify Mr. Parisi's contract, which is going to the... Uh, the uh, the council tomorrow night as a consent item. We've talked to David as well, and he should be moving forward with any of the modifications in the next two weeks. We're looking at trying to get this out to bid close to March-ish, somewhere in there, and uh, working for construction after the school gets out. Doing construction during the school time is not preferred. We'd rather have the kids out of school so that we can do some of the dig out work on the street as well as just the striping that needs to go in. Um, I wanted to bring up as well that we've had a couple comments from the, the public on different areas of Nevada Street. One of them has to do with Kendall, which is the cross street at the top of the hill and folks are having difficulty trying to cross the street in this location. Now the city has what's called a traffic coordination committee, which is in, it includes in-house staff as well as our consultant, David Parisi. And we look at issues like, like this where we get some complaints or some comments from the public to see if we can make improvements. We're gonna bring this specific one back to the Traffic Coordination Committee to discuss it, to see if there is anything that we can do here. Uh, the residents suggested a crosswalk here. Um, again, this is a tricky situation in that you get a lot of speed coming down that hill and uh, folks are having a difficult time trying to cross the street. So we'll bring that up to the TCC at this point. Uh, the next project that is on the list is the North Street Steps. 
our contractor is a, a company from originally from San Rafael, but I believe they moved north to Petaluma. Uh, Zapatini is a steel fabricator, and they've had their we've had their contract in in hand for a little while, but the uh, the main company folks got sick over the holidays, so they had COVID, and they are better at this point in time and moving the project forward. They're fabricating some of the railings in-house at this point and should be installing these in February. We're looking at at least a two to three week window for the installation, if not a little bit more. And um, I think on our next meeting, Andy Davidson should be able to give us a better update once they really get started in the field about this, this type of work. A couple other projects I wanted to bring up of importance. We keep our eye on grants a lot. Um, and the uh, Marin County Public Works Association works directly with uh, Transportation Authority of Marin, and they work closely with MTC, uh, Metropolitan Transportation Committee, to look for specific grants for Marin County as well as any others. There's a few, few grants coming through, and I just wanted to mention them to this group since we're always trying to keep our eye on finding additional funds. OBAG 3 is generally related to housing elements. So certain communities like Marin City, as well as San Rafael, which have um, designated, gosh, I forget what it's called again, um, designated communities, disadvantaged yeah. communities. Thank you. Try to catch up to myself here. Uh, they are generally more in line for that type of funding than we are. And so even though there is OBAG 3 money coming forward, it's not likely that Sausalito will rate very high with any of our projects to seek money for from that source. ATP is another quick build uh, type of grant funding, and we may go after some of this, but there's not a lot allocated for Marin. The total for Marin is $445,000. Um, if we can get some money possibly for the Nevada Street project, we will probably try to move forward with that that might be a good application or a simple um, signal, uh, excuse me, um, pedestrian improvements such as push buttons throughout the city in certain areas might be good for this type of grant as well. There's a new grant coming forward about Clean California Grant Program. It's a statewide competitive program. Um, it's got a maximum of five million and no minimum, which is a good thing. Um, it's due the end of this month, but I think this might be a good project associated with bike transportation. And the one that comes to mind is the Bridgeway project from Princess to Johnson. If you recall, we do have design funding from um, Bay Area Trails uh, in order to support the design, but we're still looking for construction funds. So I've got my eye on this one. I haven't jumped into the paperwork yet to see how difficult it is to fill out the paperwork, but we might we might be viable for this. So I'm working with Tam on it to see if um, we can we can work with this particular grant. Kevin, I'm sorry to interrupt and through the chair, Aaron. Do you mean Princess to Richardson? Or? Oh, did I do it wrong again? <laughs> That's correct. Okay, so you're talking about the area that we've been talking about for the Bay Trails grant. Right. At the very south, south end of town, right? Right. Sorry, folks, I got the direction wrong. Okay, yeah. thank you. Princess to Richardson. Thanks, Susan. 
And then there are Measure AA annual funds, but again, I think these are, are relatively uh, set aside for certain programs, such as um, uh, crosswalk guards and other things that, that go on throughout Marin County. So that's my general update. And if you recall, we did want to add something about some bike parking. And I wanted to bring this up this time because in our last meeting, we had talked about different types of bike parking and what we collectively would like to look at here at the city. So I have some examples for everybody. And I'll talk through this fairly quickly because um, we want to try to get out of here on time. So the picture in front of you with the, the black bike uh, this is the type of bike parking that they have used at Stanford that I believe um, Bill Hines from SWA mentioned that this is a preferred type of bike parking. One of the reasons that this is preferred, I think, has to do with the fact that it supports the front wheel so that this whole bike doesn't fall over and you can lock your bike to this standing arm on one side. So again, what we're trying to, what I'm requesting your help with is what type of bike parking do we want to pursue here in Sausalito? Here's a standard U-shape type of bike parking. And off to the right-hand side is some more elaborate things as well. So I'll just walk through a few different ones. Again, the picture on the left-hand side is Stanford with those same type of um, uh, parking where it locks your wheel in place so you don't have to take your front wheel off pretty good. Uh, we've got bike lockers. I would love to see this in downtown, probably at the Ferry Plaza at some point in time, something to think about. And some other alternatives uh, to also consider. All of these different types are on, your, uh, on the right-hand side of the screen. Different communities like San Rafael have put in fix-it stations. These work pretty well as, as well. Uh, I like seeing those. these go in in case you want to fix your bike. And if you want to get really elaborate, um, we could probably get a comb type of thing, but I just thought that was kind of cool. So another thing that I was working on is to take a look at what might be appropriate for Sausalito. And this came to mind at first is to put our logo on something. And I had basically looked at the standard U-shape rack where we could install these at the end of Caledonia and possibly get a fabricator to cut out the sailboat that we use on our logo. This is just one idea. Any type of thoughts would be great um, if you think this is a, a good idea or if we want to pursue something else. Uh, we don't have to take action on this this evening, and, and really I, it wasn't agenda, agendized. So I simply wanted to bring it back to the group to let you know that we as staff have been thinking about this. and. Um, think that we should probably do something fairly soon, especially for Caledonia, putting in some parking spaces down where, excuse me, where the road is closed. Um, and that concludes my short presentation at this point in time. So I'll keep this up if anybody has any questions or comments on bike racks or on the projects that we've talked about, please let me know. Cool. All right, we'll start with uh, Kieran. Okay. Excellent. Please. Uh, okay, thank you for the update, Director McGowan. I was riding by and I saw a work crew measuring out stuff on the North Street steps last week, so I was pretty jazzed seeing some seeing some action there. Um, on the grants 
One question, one comment. Um, do you know, is the city still planning to move forward with hiring a grant, uh, like a, a grant writer or someone kind of expert on, on grant applications? It's my understanding that we are looking into that. Uh, I don't have okay. all the details. Our city manager is taking the lead with that at this point. Okay, great. I think that would, that would be awesome for the city overall, but I think we have lots of things we could target. Um, I, I want to call out for ATP. That quick bulb was, I believe, something that just added during COVID as part of cycle five. But we do have ATP cycle six is going to be 2023 applications, but those are the big ones. Like you can apply for pretty, those are pretty big grants. So I would love to just plant this seed amongst feedback members, the city, other interested parties that you know, we should aim to have to put something out there. Um, possibly, you know, very likely Greenway, but there may be other things of, you know, can we make a good application for ATP cycle six? Um, so just throwing that out there. And I think that was about all I had. Oh yeah, the, the Micrax, I you don't have too many additional thoughts from last time. You know, I could I could see a, a place where we're using maybe two different types where we want a little, little bit more density, maybe those, um, I forget what we call the lightning or whatever the ones in the middle here could be more appropriate. Um, especially if we have, you know, as, as Bill described it to me, like in that case, you're not making the bike rack the aesthetic element. The aesthetic element is around the bike rack and the landscaping around it, um, such that your eye isn't going to the just metal arms. Um, but in places where we're only putting one or two, um, I love the idea of the U-shape maybe with some um, decorative measures in the middle. I like the way that you sketch it up, Kevin, where on the right-hand side where there's still room. So if you have a lock kind of on almost all spots, there's still room to go through that square tubing and the aesthetics don't get in the way because that that's the downside of you know the comb or some of these very decorative bike racks is they don't actually end up being very functional so i think the u with a little bit of decorative could fit the bell very good thank, thank you thanks karen uh we've got Warren up next uh yeah thanks so much um uh yeah, just my old comments are on the um, the bike racks. Again, my um, kind of my uh, bit with this is just like the simpler the better. I think the, the the racks you're showing at standard, I've used those before. Those are totally fine. Um, basically, beside between either those or the imported U, are kind of the for me the the best uh, bicycle parking and really anything anything kind of cuter than that. I think gets in the way of. Um, of utility and presumably is also more expensive. Um, you know, I think that um, the Sausley logo is is great, um, but again, like if if it's a question of, of that versus I, I'm, I'm low the cost to fabricate this stuff, but if, if it's that versus more bike racks, I'm in favor of, of utility over um, over branding. But that's not my choice to make. So just that's my two cents. Thanks so much, Kevin. Really appreciate your work on this. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Thanks, Warren. Uh, Kevin, I, I see your hand up, um, but uh, we're going to uh, take public comment here right after I make mine. Um, so, yeah, uh, thanks, uh, Kevin McGowan, for the for the comb. I thought that was a great addition for the uh, the comb bike rack. That's 
this makes me laugh. That's, <laughs> why not? Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm right there with uh, with with Warren and, and Karen. It, it, I think they, in their year is just fine. I think in a lot of places we just need a bike rack. We don't need a lot of bike racks, you know, or at least yeah, hopefully we will. But but in any case, just having uh, that inverted U is good for just a few bikes and just says, hey, park, you know, park your bike here. I think the other one, the the Lightning one or whatever that's called, I think that's great for when, like at Stanford, where you have a lot of bike parking in one area and uh and that seems to be like right there exactly at stanford so that's uh certainly um my preference there and that might be something appropriate for the ferry plaza or, or, or other places downtown um and then as far as the grants go i would appreciate you thinking about the uh the bike um sorry the uh the the, the bridgeway uh bike lanes uh, you know from princess to richardson um, and that's, you know, been, uh, it'd be great if we can get that. Also just want to throw out there too, a possibility, uh, of, of the, the bike, but the class one bike path, um, from Harbor to, uh, to gate six. Um, I know that that's not as far along, but you know, cause it doesn't, you know, we don't have funding for the designs or anything, but on the other hand, it, it maybe is something that would qualify and, and does seem like it's kind of a no brainer um especially if, if they have certain requirements that may be more more like that like a class one instead of just bike lanes because um what, what we are proposing right now with the the, the latest designs is is just uh class class two bike lanes so um anyway thanks for thanks for bringing that up and uh we're looking forward to the to the uh, grand reopening of the North Street stairs <laughs> when that happens. Um, so uh, Kevin Carroll, thank you for your patience. Please, I will ask you to unmute. Thanks. Um, one item you had listed on this part of the agenda but you didn't mention was the Landside Project, which I notice is on um, tomorrow night's agenda too. And uh, in reading the staff report, one thing that I spotted was that it says the Golden Gate Bridge District wants an area that will hold 300 bicycles uh, queuing up for the ferry. The current design uh, only allows for 150 bicycles. And I'm trying to visualize all this. And so if you don't have the numbers tonight, if you could mention them tomorrow night, how many bikes currently can park in the ferry area and how many can park in the Tracy Way when all the right the racks are laid out during the summertime because um, I'm remembering pre-COVID I believe I was seeing numbers like three to five thousand bicycles on Saturdays and Sundays in the summertime and so I'm trying to kind of work all those numbers out in my head so knowing what we've had currently would help. Thanks. Thanks, Kevin. Um, Karen. I uh, just uh, wanted to add that I would agree on the U-shaped uh, bike racks. An important point is the amount of space in front of or beyond the bike rack. Uh, which, uh, sorry, I didn't start my video, um, 
Hello. Um, so uh, the the placement of that U-shaped rack, especially for uh, many of the bikes that are going to be riding more and more through Sausalito cargo bikes, uh, matters quite a bit. So you want to have a, at least uh, two to four feet in front of like where the front wheel would go. Cool. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, Kieran. Yeah, sorry, I forgot one of my um, comments from earlier, but just wanted to make a comment for, we, we received a couple of emails on Nevada Street. My sense was that um, some of those issue areas that were called out were further uphill from the project site. Um, so I don't know if you can cover any of that in the existing scope of work. Kevin, um, I just want to kind of second those concerns. Now that I'm dropping my daughter off at daycare, making a turn on to Nevada Street, I'm feeling that high speed traffic uh, that those residents encounter every day. And yeah, it just doesn't feel good. Um, so whether we get to it as part of this project or in a future project, I'd love to continue thinking about how can we effectively traffic calm on that stretch of Nevada. I know it's hard being as steep and downhill as it is, but uh, I just want to acknowledge the comments, uh, people who weighed in on that one. Thank you, everybody. I don't see any other hands up. So that brings us to the close of item number six. And um, so uh, the next topic is uh, future agenda items. Anybody? has any um, I would mention that uh, we have been planning to discuss uh, potential well the next connection between harbor and Napa uh, you know potentially going through the marine ship uh, and as as the um, the bike path has been designed in the in the feasibility study but then also potentially uh, talking about a uh, maybe a class four protected bikeway on bridgeway so uh, that's something that um, I, you know, we I'd like to propose us talking about in, in the future. Anybody else have anything? Kevin, please. Yeah, I, I've got some <clears throat> ideas that I'd I'd like to bring up to this committee. Obviously, we can talk about projects that we're working on, um, and here's some for you to think about. One that that Aaron just mentioned, which is bridgeway and cycle tracks and taking a look at how to make improvements associated with bridgeway. We also talked a little bit about bridgeway between Princess and Richardson um, and how the design is moving forward with that. We could get some updates on that one too. And the other large project that's happening here in town is the ferry landside project, which tends to be split into two. So those are just some active projects for us to think about. But what I'd like to bring up also has to do with um, sidewalk repair. And I'm wondering if the city of Sausalito would be interested at some point in looking at setting up a program to assist residents to repair their frontage, their frontage sidewalk. And this is done in other communities. And we might want to have a discussion on how to set this up and whether um, this committee would be interested in moving this forward to the actual council to say, hey, we should do this, or maybe we shouldn't do this. Um, and that way, I, what I'm looking for is your input as folks from the community 
of how here's a problem which has to do with sidewalks and how they're you know changing and then the the actual cost of repairing them continues to go up and so how do we how do we discuss that in the future um, we also have other projects to discuss in the future um, some things like sea level rise i'd like to at least bring your group into other discussions here at the city so if the sustainability committee is discussing one item let's say related to ev charging stations it's important that i bring that information back to you and make sure communication is still followed through the same with sea level rise which can affect all sorts of other things and how we address uh, things in marineship as well as bridgeway so that type of communication we always want to bring up, especially in future items, even if it's only for one or two sentences of staff bringing this to your attention. So those are just some thoughts for you to think about. Um, I'm also cool. thanks for bringing on Kevin. We're going to have to schedule more PBAC sessions, and you just convinced <laughs> me we need to do this every two weeks. Um, <laughs> I saw your hand. Is it uh, no longer? Uh, I had something that I want to do a little more baking on, and I'll bring it up next okay. time. Okay, very good. I'll give you that. Karen, I see your hand. Yeah, uh, it's probably attached with talking Greenway, um, but I would love to talk more on grants. So, Kevin, thanks for bringing up those couple. But you know, maybe it's just the list. Maybe it's potentially bringing in some people from TAM or other organizations familiar with like how do these work, a, a view of it outside of just Sausalito, what, but knowing Sausalito and what could actually pass yeah. the bar for some of these big funding objectives. I'd love to just get the wheel turning early because that's what we're going to need for some of these big programs. Yeah. Or then, again, yeah. Exactly. Um, and then the other one, since I think we're coming to a close here, is uh, not an agenda item, but I just want to remark that our Chairman Roller has made another trip around the sun and is uh, celebrating a birthday today. <laughs> so I, wanted, I promise him he wouldn't sing, but uh, I want to wish him a happy birthday. I want to say a really sincere thanks as a you know fellow committee member, as a friend, as a, you know inspired. You know he's an inspiring member of the community in terms of all he gives. Um, case in point, he is here on his birthday, spending it with us to help this city. So um, you know celebrations to you, Aaron, but also a big thanks to you and for everything you contribute and you bring. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Karen. I'll let you, I'll let you guys know I'm here by runner. And so if you can figure this out, the nerds of the group, uh, I'm 32 in hexadecimal. So if you can, you can, just, you can go through that. I decided I've reached the age where I'm like, I'm now I'm switching to, to hex. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, but, uh, yeah, I really, really appreciate that guys. And, and, uh, you know, this is, uh, where I would like to spend my birthday because um, let's let's get stuff done. Let's keep the um, spirit alive and uh, let's make Sausalito great for for everybody, all of us. You know, whether we're walking or biking or, or driving, you know, riding the bus, so or the ferry or flying. Even I'd like to. Well, we'll save that for another committee. <laughs> Okay, everybody. Well, on that note, uh, we'll see. Karen, you have, I see your hand up, Karen. Thank you so much. Happy birthday, Aaron. Um, quick question to the group, which is um, a topic like uh, 
speed of traffic calming and uh, pedestrian access on the hill or pedestrian and bicycle access on the hill. How would, I mean, that's like a, it's a meta for sure. Um, how would you recommend bringing that sort of topic to this group? I think, well, from a staff's perspective, if you could get a little specific about where you think there might be an issue so that we can concentrate on some of the details or if you think this is more of a larger issue, um, maybe we could bring it up in a context that we can all understand it. Sure, and would that be most helpful in the form of a written email to yourself to kind of brainstorm and then bring a more specific proposal or what would be the appropriate way to do that? I would suggest, I would even say that if you had something specific that you wanted to present, you know, we'd be happy to even give you some time to uh, to, to to share that and, and you know and, and work with well, we can work with me and we'll look at it and say, hey, how can we do this? But we're always looking for um, you, you know other people to contribute as well. So okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, everybody, thank you so much. And, and hey, we, we finished early this time. I think that's. I know. That's it. <laughs> that, awesome. was, um, that was that was just by simply saying, "Hey, there's just one item on the on the agenda," and it looks like that's all we get. <laughs> so uh, it worked out well, though. It was a really good topic. I actually want to thank uh, Public Works for bringing that to our attention and bringing that to us because they did they did mention that, and that was something that was on my radar always, and not knowing when or how it was going to get implemented and so this is just a sign that the system's working so we really appreciate that and of course to all the staff and and uh, all the hassles that uh, covid brings on everybody so hang in there and and uh Ryan, can i ask just one quick question please I, I don't know if ali iqbal is still with us i see him on the screen but kevin you mentioned him earlier and i don't know if i or the rest of the committee have had a chance to meet him would we we'd be able to just do a quick introduction. I know I've heard that he's joined the staff and that's really exciting that you've got another engineer on board. Hey, hey, in his pajamas. Okay, got it. It's a hoodie. It's a hoodie. <laughs> so, uh, yes. I'd like no, to this is, this, is my first, this is my first BPAC. Uh, I'm glad that I was uh, invited to it. Um, I did do some of the background for liberty ship um i'm only you know three months into uh, my tenure here at the city so i'm still kind of learning the process um i'm going to start coming to them more i think um i think kevin was saying in march i'll probably run one um so bear with me and i'm just going to learn as much as i can yeah, yeah we're, we're going to trade off so next month is andy and then Ali is the month after that. So it's good to have all of us, as far as staff, come to these meetings and make sure that we're updated on everything. Yeah. Well, we really Welcome. Welcome. Really, really happy to have you there. Come, yeah. I'll make sure I wear a collared shirt next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dress, dress code here is quite yeah. you know, strict. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, have have a great one. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you in February. I also want to mention. Uh, the normal third Monday is a holiday, so it has been shifted to the to the week before, just like this one was. So we really appreciate that y'all could uh, could rearrange your schedules for for this. Okay.
Have a good one. Bye bye. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Bye bye. Thank you.